I saw that uh, that NearCon tweet. Excited to hear that alpha when that comes out. I yeah. haven't seen the tweet yet. Where did you see that? Who posted that? Wait, maybe it, where did I see the tweet? <laughs> I don't know where I saw the tweet. You're <laughs> usually the leaker of alpha. How, you're not up to date on this? I wasn't aware it had been leaked yet. <laughs> <laughs> Alex probably knows more than all of us. I don't know anything. All in time, all in time. Oh, you love to see it. Holding the cards close to the chest. That's what we like to see. Yep. Yeah, we just saw... Carter, I I don't remember exactly what the percentage is, but I know uh, we recently just crossed the... Was it the 10 million? 10 million secret staked via stake secret? Yes, 6.2% of all bonded secret is in the form of uh, staking derivative, and over 5 million secret is locked on the Shade Lens contract. So, like, really, really good usage and utility um, and growth natively on Secret Network. We're, we have way more power DeFi users than Cosmos probably has any clue about. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it was last night I was crunching some numbers, and this was before we even hit that 10 million mark, but uh, it was like just shy of 2% of uh, total supply of secret is being collateralized to borrow silk, which is also like super cool. Hmm. Let me just get this link out in a couple more places, then we'll get started. How's Lisbon so far, Alex? Is Nearcon pretty uh... active? Yeah, pretty pretty cool. So it's just it's just started with the registration party, and I already met some cool people, and uh, all the conversation I have are around uh, how their projects could benefit, and uh, and uh, it resonates really well. You know, talking to people, just talk to a project doing uh, asset tokenization. And it immediately makes sense to them to have the, you know, to have all the holdings to be confidential and other projects doing a DAO, you know, and then confidential voting makes perfect sense. So, uh, and it just started, you know, I had like maybe five, six conversations today and I'll have more. Um, so, yeah, and, and uh, a lot of people actually, a lot of people there. Um, so I'm I'm very new to the near ecosystem, haven't been there before, but uh, seems like... Uh, our technology may be very useful there as well. So pretty cool overall. <laughs> awesome. Well, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later on in the space today. We already had several big things to cover, so that's just some icing on the cake there. 
hadn't even thought about mentioning that. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Secret Spaces, everybody. This is a weekly Twitter space featuring secret network contributors and news from around the ecosystem. Today, we have some well-known people here. We've got the Shade Protocol team, and we have Alex, Secret Lab CEO. And we're going to be talking about a couple of major announcements that Shade has just put out within the past week, as well as maybe doing a little bit of a recap on the 2024 secret network roadmap which was published just uh it's within the past couple of weeks it hasn't been long so in case you missed that announcement we'll talk a little bit about that make sure that you have the link for that and can check that out for yourself but more recently than that shade announced yes uh friday shade announced on friday a brand new ethereum liquidity campaign and let's start with that so shade team i know we had technically announced this integration from the secret network announcement channels uh, i think back in september that's when the integration actually went live but since then you've made some improvements to the bridging uh, experience you have a new ethereum asset liquidity campaign running now with some boosted rewards uh, some new pools support for wrapped staked eth so some really cool stuff happening, all of which is very much in line with Secret Network's 2024 roadmap, um, talking about connecting the secret and EVM ecosystems. So walk us through this most recent announcement. What's going on? Yeah, I'll walk us through what's going on, and then maybe Red can give some of the success metrics that we've already seen. Um, so. Nine months ago, Shape Protocol kind of had this vision of providing a seamless experience for MetaMask and Ethereum users. Uh, we, we went out and actually talked to customers, talked to users, hopped on calls with them, you know, pitched them Secret Network, pitched them Shade Protocol, and the number one barrier to them joining was they didn't want to switch wallets. Um, they're comfortable with their Ethereum experience, they're comfortable with their Ethereum assets, and so even though they wanted private DeFi, they weren't willing to give up those kind of comforts. So we then proceeded to spend months and months and months essentially mastering the Ethereum bridging experience. And this was made possible uh, because of Secret Labs adding in support for MetaMask on the native layer of Secret Network. And so we, we launched this bridging experience where all you need is a MetaMask wallet and you don't even need secret gas. That was the other friction point. People didn't really know how to get gas, how to bridge it in. That was very confusing. And so using the gas grant module and multi-execute transactions, you can show up with literally just ETH, just a MetaMask wallet, and immediately start interacting with the Secret Network blockchain because we um, seed people's wallets with, with Secret using a little bit of their ETH on ShadeSwap to get Secret. So um, overall, the experience is seamless. And I'll hand it off to Red for him to go over some of the, the numbers and success metrics. Yeah, so since we since we launched the wrapped STETH um, pools, and just want to remind everyone here, just because we've had a few community members um, point out the the importance of specifying the denominations, considering there's multiple denominations of wrapped STETH uh, kind of floating around the cosmos. Uh, Shade Protocol is currently supporting wrapped STETH dot axle, so that's the axle bridged uh, denomination of wrapped STETH, not the not the neutron canonical. Um, version. 
But in, um, you know, since, since Friday, late Friday evening, when we launched these pools, we've seen approximately um, the, those two pools that we launched, which is Silk, Wrapped ST ETH, and Wrapped ETH, Wrapped ST ETH, grew to a cumulative TVL of just over 2 million. Um, and we saw approximately an additional 1 million in TVL growth in ETH assets over that same time period. And I, I measured this uh, yesterday, so things might have changed a little bit. Um, but we went from around 1.4 million in ETH TVL that's uh, purely just wrapped ETH to right around 2.5 million in ETH liquidity between ETH and wrapped STETH.axle. So seen really, really great growth um, initially. And this is, you know, that TVL utilizing the, the efficiency of the asymmetric concentrated liquidity curve that ShadeSwap utilizes for derivative swaps. ShadeSwap is now the, the most efficient, best swapping venue for wrapped STETH in the Cosmos. Um, the, only other, the only other DEX that um, has comparable liquidity is Astroport, which they actually have a little over 4 million in TVL in a wrapped STETH, wrapped ETH pool, but it utilizes a traditional constant product curve. So much more inefficient than the asymmetric concentrated liquidity curve that ShadeSwap utilizes. So um, the, the swapping efficiency for into wrapped STETH uh, vastly outstrips uh, anyone else in the cosmos right now. And, and also additionally, we launched a wrapped STETH vault for Silk. So this is... Um, you know, a new vault that users can collateralize wrapped STETH. That's this auto compounding liquid staking derivative for Ethereum that they can use to borrow silk against. Uh, so currently max LTVs are 70%. We've seen, I think just under 14 wrapped STETH flow in uh, in that time period. We initially set uh, silk allowance caps for this vault at 25,000 silk which uh, we set those caps in place just because as we were onboarding liquidity into the cosmos, we wanted to make sure that, um, you know, if anything were to happen, people were to take out, you know, very high LTV loans and they got liquidated uh, depositors in our liquidation queue uh, could effectively sell that collateral uh, without incurring a whole bunch of price impact. But since we had this massive influx of uh, TVL, we upped our silk allowances to, I believe, 200,000 silk right now. Um, and so we've just seen a really phenomenal growth. We've also seen a lot of usage of our um, fee grant faucet, which is really awesome. I think just in uh, the past three days, we've seen approximately 120 unique addresses utilize our fee grant, which means those are unique users using our Ethereum bridge, you know, that has this really really nice uh bridging ui ux where it's your your transfer is being tracked at all stages during that bridging process as it goes through the different eth gateways axlar gateways and through all the confirmation processes everything is tracked and very easily located and then you have the um, the ability to interact with our fee grant uh, which helps you create your viewing key which allows you to decrypt your encrypted balances for whatever eth assets you just bridged and then acquire gas without having to have any secret to begin with. So that's a, while it may seem uh, minor, that's really, really encouraging from our perspective because it means people are choosing to use, utilize our bridge, uh, whether it be for the UI UX, um, you know, that, that tracking functionality, whether it's the simplicity, just being able to 
you know, bridge directly into the ecosystem you want to and skipping a lot of the, you know, hopping around to different chains, trying to get ultimately to the shade protocol, the apps. Um, so it's been really great seeing that initial, initial action from Ethereum users bridging over. Awesome. Awesome to hear that it's been successful so far. Um, yeah, it's, it's huge because you don't need any extra wallet in order to use shade protocol. Now, like Ethereum users, all they really need is a MetaMask wallet and some Ethereum, and they can just connect to the app, bridge assets over and start making use of all the different applications in shade protocol with their MetaMask wallet, which is something that I don't think has been possible on any Cosmos chain yet. Would you, do you guys know of any others that have made that possible without any other extra wallet other than MetaMask? I think Snaps can kind of get you there, but it's not nearly as seamless as the native MetaMask supportive secret network. Right, right, yeah. So Snaps is something that a lot of different Cosmos chains are integrating right now. Uh, there's a couple of different ones that have been built, one from Leap Wallet and one from Mystic Labs. And it's basically an add-on for MetaMask. So there is the extra step of having to go and actually install the Snap and accept the permissions and stuff like that. So it is good to have that option available. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of good to come from that. But it's also really cool that Shade built their own native integration that doesn't require any extra add-ons or anything like that. And the MetaMask users can just jump right in. Yeah, and I'll say, you know, this um the the full integration of metamask provides a lot of extra functionality and and i guess a lack of needing to to maintain and constantly update the snaps um just in a, as an example you know as we were preparing to uh we were getting our bridge and uh shade swap pools ready uh for the onboarding of dydx you know we were having Going through these uh, <laughs> these growing pains or transfer pains, trying to utilize MetaMask snaps, and you know, I know DYDX, they're still in the process of like launching their full, um, you know, launching the full protocol, making the bridging uh, as easily accessible as uh, possible. But you know, right now there was no way other than um, like if you didn't have native support for MetaMask, uh, then it was going to be really difficult for you to push this token around the cosmos um, if you received it in a metamask wallet uh, versus a kepler wallet so it's i personally learned something about uh how useful having that like native full integration of metamask is yeah thanks for the rundown of that red i i actually have to hop here for an in-person meeting that i had pre-scheduled but red will be representing shade for the rest of the twitter space so um, appreciate you guys hosting me. Apologies that I have to drop early, um, but I will definitely be listening to the recording to uh, hear about Secret Network's roadmap as well. No worries. Thanks, Carter. Yeah, so back to the roadmap. That's a, a good segue, Alex, if you maybe want to talk a little bit about how Shade's MetaMask integration is aligned with Secret Network's roadmap for 2024 and how we're trying to really just make the user experience for Ethereum users seamless on Secret Network. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so again, congrats to to the Shade team. Um, I want to mention that the Secret Labs is, Labs is also participating in in the incentives to to LPs, and we do hope it will give additional help 
to show boost uh, to to this awesome uh, drive. I mean, seeing this those amounts in 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 this initial short period is great. We want to see them continue to go up, hopefully above our wildest um, wildest dreams. Um, anyway, so, so back to the roadmap. I'll just post the link to uh, um, to the blog post. Um, as a reply to this uh, to this uh, space, uh, so the roadmap actually has three major parts, right? We divide it into three parts to make it uh, easier to understand. There is a lot of a lot of stuff. So the three parts are the the first part is the confidential computing hub, the second part is the network infrastructure, and the third part is a community. And I'll try to cover them all uh, briefly. Uh, so the confidential computing hub is probably the most strategic thing for us in the coming year, and it's all about actually going out of the existing boundaries, going outside the secret network, going outside the Cosmos ecosystem, going out there to offer our confidential computing to everyone out there. So um, I firmly believe that uh, privacy, confidentiality will be one of the key drivers for the next wave of adoption. And I also think that it is not realistic to expect everyone to just come from across all the Web3 and build their stuff on secret networks, on secret network, right? Um, actually, instead of you know hoping for this uh, and hoping that everyone who wants privacy will just come to us, we want to export that privacy, that confidentiality, the confidential computing to other people, to other networks. And uh, I think that uh, many apps need some confidentiality, uh, but they don't all have to be confidential. So just giving some examples, you know, a DAO. Right. Uh, it might very well be developed on Ethereum, on Polygon, whatever network you can think of. But let's say they want to do confidential voting. And for that, they would integrate uh, connectivity with secret and, and have their voting on secret. So uh, in the roadmap, and I'll publish the, the slide for everyone to see right now. One sec. Oh, my screen, shit, my screen grabbing thing just died. One sec. Okay, I pinned that. that announcement to the top of the space as well, so people could find a link through oh. there if they want to follow along and just check it out in the blog. Oh, that's great. Okay, cool. But still, I want to just show this particular screen. Um, here we go, back to Twitter. Yeah, uh, so the Confidential Computing Hub actually also has three parts. One, is, we call it secret on EVM, right? And that's what I was talking about. That's actually all about developing a convenient, uh, a convenient uh, SDK, a convenient set of examples, set of primitives for people to build, easily build, uh confidential 
computing things using uh, using Ethereum using Solidity. So with with our 111 upgrade, uh, we actually enabled this connectivity, this general message passing uh, using Axel or Bridge. So now a contract on um, on an EVM chain can easily call a contract on Secret Network and vice versa. Um, so the idea is to build those primitives and allow people just to take them, uh, deploy them and run them without having to learn so much about Rust uh, or about secret networks. And for end users, it will be like totally uh, transparent. They will not even necessarily know they're talking to a different blockchain. They'll just live in, in their familiar environment. So that's part one, secret on EVM. On the other hand, um, and that's where the MetaMask thing comes in, we want to do EVM on secret, right? So we want people from EVM to be able to easily come over both users and developers and just feel at home. And what Shade is doing is great in that respect. So yeah, no need to install Kepler anymore if you don't want to, especially if it's some you know functionality that is available right now in MetaMask. Works fine, no need to worry about your keys. So uh, we want to continue to push and help the ecosystem to uh, improve those MetaMask integrations, both through uh, native and through um, um, through the Snaps uh, technology, which Leap and, and others are doing. And that's amazing. Uh, we also think uh, about maybe developing Ethereum RPC API for, for our nodes so that they look and feel um, as EVM nodes, and then tools like MetaMask and others can just seamlessly connect to them. Um, it's kind of a risky thing. Not, not sure it will definitely work, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how difficult it is. But we definitely will spend some time on looking into that. And then the next thing is uh, enabling developers to deploy EVM stuff on Secret Network. Um, and there are two possibilities there. One is using some sort of uh, porting techniques where you take the Solidity co code and translate it into Rust. Um, and another way is just integrating an EVM virtual machine by potentially partnering with a blockchain that has already done that or some other project or maybe developing ourselves. But this, again, we'll need to figure that out in the second half of the year. And the third part is also no less important, and that's that's the constellation, right? We talked about the constellation, which is like a loosely coupled group of uh, confidentiality-focused projects, in a, uh, including both uh, core technology like Secret, like Phoenix, uh, as they develop uh, in the future, um, and hopefully additional confidentiality technologies, maybe ZKPs, maybe MPCs, maybe somebody else. Uh, and we also have a very interesting potential in creating app chains for uh, for confidential computing. Uh, certain applications that need very heavy computations um, might need their own app chain, and we'll be working to build that. We have a couple of projects we're actively talking to right now. Um, and there may be projects in different areas, starting from gaming, uh, maybe voting, uh, maybe account abstraction. So you know, this will be a big thing. And this all together um, 
will actually create a strong position for us to become the go-to network or the go-to place for confidential computing, right? Like think of, for example, Chainlink. Um, that's, that's a place where a lot of people go for oracles, right? Regardless of which network they run on. And so we might want to become something like this, okay, where any developer out there developing any kind of app that has some need for confidentiality would go and think, oh, okay, why don't you use, why don't I use some of those primitives that Secret has developed for me? And I just plug them in and voila, it's working. So, so that's, that's the very core strategic part um, of the roadmap. Um, in addition to that, we have the network infrastructure part, uh, which mostly was already announced before. Some things have been already done. So it's about strengthening security, scalability, and decentralization of the network. Uh, some very technical stuff. Uh, it also includes upgrading uh, some of the core components of the network uh, to latest versions in the Cosmos ecosystem. Those upgrades will open up additional uh, options for us, additional connectivity to additional blockchains, uh, some shared security features and more. So we'll need to spend time on that as well. Uh, and also improving privacy, improving decentralization in the core uh, aspects of uh, SGX uh, and the way we work with SGX. So it's changing from MR signer to MR enclave for decentralization, it's changing or upgrading the attestation to the newest DCAP. Um, and it's also uh, additional protection from possible replay attacks that we're working on by implementing Merkle proofs. Um, and there is more forward looking stuff like improving scalability further by bringing better SGX management frameworks, better WASM engines, and so on. And the third part, um, is the community part uh it's pretty packed actually um it also has three distinct parts one being public goods um which we will develop or uh, support development by others maybe by some of the validators as you might have seen we are launching our we're relaunching the delegation program of secret labs and we'll be talking to potential how do you say del delegates <laughs> validators who receive our delegations uh hopefully they will be able to help us with the, with some of the public goods uh some some of the things we'll be able to do ourselves in this or that way but we do want to improve things we want to create uh, some easy to use tools for people like creating tokens, creating permits in an easier way. We want to upgrade uh, the secret secret to Sneep25 for improved privacy and features. Uh, we know there is uh, the archive node thing is somewhat missing. Some people need it. So we want to support that. Uh, improve scripting, improve the validator's life and node runner's life. Because right now, from what I've seen in this short period that I've been here, it's difficult um, and it every upgrade takes time. So we want to make it simpler. We want to improve the documentation, uh, especially the user facing documentation, just very simple guides like, okay, how do you stay private on secret? 
bridge, uh, create another wallet, get a grant. Uh, this is how you do it. How to swap on secret, how to stake, uh, and more stuff like that. Uh, so this this is this is one thing, one one stream of work. The second one is allocation tokenomics. So uh, the delegation thing, uh, we want to make it a very clear. Well, we, we're actually, we started, we are uh, making it a very clear and structured process. It's th this annual delegation round started yesterday, like, right, Patrick? Yeah, it started just yesterday. Uh, it will last yep. for, I think, like five weeks. First two weeks, we'll get the applications. Then the following three weeks, we'll... We'll be reviewing them, talking to validators, and then we'll be announcing the decisions. Then we'll have uh, so once that's set, uh, you know, in the beginning of the year, all the delegations will be distributed, and then we'll have a review mid-year, and then we'll repeat the same process in next uh, November. Uh, very important to me that it's a structured, clear process that people. Uh, understand and know what to expect and when. Uh, we will also be launching an updated grant program. Uh, I think it will happen next month, maybe a little earlier. Um, the idea is also to make it very clear, very structured. It will be much more focused. We will be supporting a smaller number of projects, uh, both because it's a uh, bear market and because we want to be much more focused and be able to really choose the projects that have a good chance uh, and have an, some great technology, and also so that we can really spend time to support them. Uh, because having you know, 10, 20 projects with uh, receiving grants uh, in a quarter uh, means that the amount of support each one of them can get is very, very limited. Uh, and we want to make it more structured and increase the chances for their success. Um, and uh, the last item on the allocation to economics is the tokenomics review. So uh, we want to do that uh, by the end of Q1. Um, and uh, it was discussed on the recent governance call. We'll have a working group and we'll do a um, well, I wanted to say a comprehensive research. Uh, it will be more or less comprehensive. We don't want to turn ourselves into a research house and, you know, philosophize about all kinds of deep economic questions, but we want to do the economics review in a measured way and, um, and in a way where we kind of consider different scenarios and uh, make sure we're not surprised uh, when things go maybe not exactly as planned. All right, uh, so that's the allocation to economics. And the third part is the BDN partnership, which is mostly done um, by uh, the foundation. Uh, we'll be going out there and pitching to all kinds of potential partners, gaming, DAOs, NFT, DeFi, wallets. Um, so, the, this the, there will be uh, an ongoing an ongoing uh, business development pro process, which which actually is happening right now. We're also talking to payment processors, maybe to enable payment in secret. We'll see how that goes. Uh, talking to hardware wallets, there are some interesting projects there we'll announce. 
and we'll also strive to integrate with more uh, DeFi data hubs like Dex Screener, Token Terminal, and others because you know, especially now when we have this bridging and this connectivity to Ethereum, we want the potential investors to be able to very to be able to discover the opportunities on um, on secret network, right? The fact that right now you can get uh, over thirty percent APR on your uh, wrapped ETH, uh, we want a lot of people, more people, to know about that because then more, much more people, many more people will come. Uh, that's the roadmap. Um, a lot to do. It's ambitious. But I hope we can have a good progress. The roadmap will be changing uh, over this year, right? Because things change. We'll have new ideas. We'll, some of the ideas that we had will turn out to be too expensive, too difficult, problematic in some other way. So things will change. Uh, but the general direction of becoming the privacy hub for Web3 will be there. Um, and I personally am very excited about this roadmap. I think uh, we have huge potential, and I think the demand for confidential computing is growing, uh, especially as more and more big players are looking to enter the space. So we have great, great, great opportunity in front of us. That's it about the road. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. That was a ton sure. of information. <laughs> if anybody cool. wants to dig into that and learn more, definitely check out the blog post. It's pinned to the top of the space, and it's also pinned to the top of the Secret Network Twitter profile. should be pretty easy to find. Also on the Secret Network website, scrt.network. Read through that blog. If you have any questions after that, just join the Telegram or the Secret Network Discord. And we'll be free. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have about that. So thanks, Alex. Um, let's talk about one more thing about Shade, and that's the hackathon that they just announced right before the space started. Actually, they are doing a Perps hackathon, and Secret Labs is also supporting that. So, Alex, glad that you're here. You can talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, Red Eye Bear, do you want to kick us off with that? Sure. Yeah. This this actually leads into I was going to touch on the the overall shade roadmap for the next six to nine months as well. Uh, so this this is a perfect segue for that. Uh, like Patrick said, we just announced our upcoming perpetual swap hackathon. That's it's going to be a hackathon exclusively focused on building a decentralized perpetual swap exchange using secret smart contracts. Um, and the reason we're so excited about this is it's actually twofold. One, we're really excited to be able to expand um, the leverage products that are available in Secret Network and more specifically under the Shade Protocol DApp suite umbrella. Um, but we're also really excited about the opportunity for users of leverage products because the, the ability to prevent and protect against value extraction becomes more and more let's say uh, that the magnitude of its importance becomes uh, greater, the more leverage that is applied to financial positions. And so, you know, anyone who has heard us talk about shade lend and silk and the value of having private liquidation points for being able to borrow stable coins, you know, that that same 
value proposition and that same statement is true and maybe even more so true with even higher leverage products. Um, and so we're extremely excited to be kicking off this initiative to spur the development of decentralized perpetual swap exchange, um, leveraging secret network smart contracts. And like Patrick also said, uh, Slabs is, or Secret Labs is going to be a co-sponsor of this hackathon. We're putting up approximately 20,000 USD in uh, Secret and Shade for hackathon rewards uh, for the top three teams that that place in this hackathon. And the first place winner uh, will be receiving a grant extended from both Shade Protocol and Secret Labs to be able to bring that uh, proof of concept to a production product um, underneath the Shade Protocol DApp suite. And so we're, we're super excited about this. We've got a really killer workshop series that's going to be focused on um, economic modeling, get, well, basically getting started with secret network development, understanding how perpetual swaps work, understanding the, the financial and economic modeling that's incorporated, going over advanced cosmosm development, understanding risk, uh, how to deal with risk in DeFi, and how to deal with oracles uh, with these leveraged products and, and even more. It's going to be a phenomenal workshop series. We've got some great mentors. Right now we have four different uh, uh, development mentors, uh, one smart contract, one front end, and two um, dev relation roles. So we're super excited about being able to not only work with uh, existing and new developers in the secret network e ecosystem, we're really excited to see how that creativity within these builders um, kind of manifests itself in this final proof of concept product. And so that is um, the, the hackathon is going to be kicking off on the 16th of November, and it's going to be going until December 16th. And we're hoping to be able to have uh, all the submissions judged and be able to announce winners at the, the turn of the year. So this is going to be a really exciting end of year event for anybody who has any Cosmosm development experience, anyone who's interested in building decentralized financial products, or anyone who's interested in, in you know, kind of building this next generation of uh, leverage products, specifically leveraging secret network smart contracts. This is going to be a great event for you. Um, if you're listening now, or if you're listening to this recording, please, if you have questions, reach out to... Uh, reach out to the Shade account, reach out to uh, Red Eyed Bear, which is my personal account, um, join our Discord, join our Telegrams. Uh, you'll find me on Telegram and Discord as well. Any of our mods will be able to help you uh, get you where you need to go uh, for the initial kickoff of this hackathon. So um, we're we're super excited. It's, a, it's an understatement. I know I don't want to... <laughs> Uh, use too big of a hyperbole here, but we're incredibly excited about um, about this opportunity. And that kind of takes us into what's going on at the end of the year and what's going to be going on uh, Q1 and Q2 of 2024 for Shade Protocol. I'll just briefly, Patrick, if you're cool with this, I'll just briefly touch on some of the some of the development roadmap items for Shade Protocol. Yeah, for sure. Go okay, cool. Um, so it. Currently, for anyone who isn't uh, aware of this, we have three ongoing grant projects. One of them is a private money market. One of them is a Trader Joe-style liquidity book, which was actually a hackathon winner from Hack Secret 2023. Um, and we're also uh, developing 
we've got a grant with the the Fina Cash team to be able to integrate Silk into their debit cards, to be able to use Silk in everyday and real life purchases. So we've got three big uh, grant projects ongoing. There's a fourth one that's currently being uh, voted on in Secret Network Governance right now. I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the prop, but um, it's effectively a proposal to have DowDow cross-deploy their DAO contracts onto Secret Network, and we're going to be working with um, another Secret Network developer team to be able to provide all the SNP20 and, and privacy, necessary privacy refactors to be able to work with Secret Network dApps, Secret Network uh, NFT communities. So that would be the fourth grant uh, that we've got in progress right now. And I just wanted to mention that so that these development items on this roadmap make a little bit more sense. So for Q4, we're gunning on three three major things. Planning on launching V2 of our API, which is going to be it's going to simplify a lot of our data analytics on our own application page, and it's going to allow us to expand that analytics for our current and future DApps in a much more streamlined fashion. It'll also make it much easier for us for ShadeSwap and other Shade products to integrate with aggregator products across the Cosmos ecosystem like Skip, TFM, Squid Router, um, these protocols that are very highly used by Cosmos native users. Um, and we're looking forward to being able to integrate with those teams. And we're, we're already working with these uh, teams on, on getting this integration set up. We're going to be looking to launch DShade, which is a liquid staking derivative for the Shade token. This will be very similar to Stake Secret, which is the liquid staking derivative for Secret, the gas token for Secret Network that was developed by Shade Protocol. Um, and that's going to be really great because that's going to unlock a lot of liquidity and uh, additional utility for the Shade token, not only within our own application suite, but outside of our application suite. And then we're also going to be looking at um, applying a more dynamic incentives framework for Shade Swap emissions. This is already in place, we started. Uh, we switched to this incentives framework uh, a little over a week ago, and effectively, this is just we're, we're focusing much more on um, on the volume and activity and revenue generation potential of different pools, different pool types, um, and then working with our partners to be able to try and optimize incentives so that we're not spending too much, we're not emitting too much for the amount of activity that we're seeing at a particular time. It also helps us work with our partner protocols a little bit better. Um, and between Q4 and Q1, we're really trying to uh, squeeze in the launch of the Shade money market in before the end of Q4. We'll see it's going to be right there on the line. Um, but the Shade money market is going to be really great because this is effectively similar to what I was saying about the uh, private perpetual swap exchange, private. Um, you know, stable being able to borrow stable coins, these leverage positions that people take whenever they're borrowing and lending assets, um, being able to have private liquidation points for these to be able to, you know, prevent the extraction of value through trying to programmatically hunt liquidation points and cause cascading liquidations. Um, you know, all of that will be prevented on Shade's money market. And we're going to be looking to primarily focus on SNP 20 assets. So all of the assets that are used in this money market are going to be private by default. Um, so we've got a few different layers of, of privacy to this product. We're also going to be launching um, full FINA integration in Q1 for the prepaid debit cards. 
So, you know, this is contingent upon FINA, you know, launching their card uh, officially outside of their beta program. Um, but everything on the back end, the, the development on the back end is going really, really smoothly and will be, you know, well set up to for the launch of this product. And then we're going to be looking to onboard um, LP tokens as Silk Collateral through Shadeland, which is going to be really, really awesome development. Um, anyone who is really interested in maximizing the earning potential of their assets, uh, this is going to be a phenomenal development for you. Being able, Imagine being able to provide liquidity for ETH, for wrapped ETH and wrapped ST ETH, earn swap fees on that, and then also collateralize that token to borrow Silk. So you have a a yield-bearing asset, not only from the liquid staking derivative, that's part of the LP token, but you also have the LP token that's accruing swap fees um, as this yield-bearing asset being able to borrow against Silk. So assuming prices stay constant, you have a position where your LTV will just slowly be decreasing over time, which is really great for people trying to, you know, do more with with their assets. Um, and, you know, this is applicable for, for pretty much all LP tokens. Um, and then some other development items, we're going to be launching liquidity order book likely in Q2. Uh, for anyone who's interested in this, it's going to be very similar to Trader, Trader Joe style liquidity book or Trader Joe uh, liquidity book V2. Um, and this is going to, without going too much into the, it's a, it's a bit more of a complex uh, product, similar to how, you know, Osmosis concentrated liquidity was obviously a much more complex product than their constant product pools. Um, but this is going to be really great for liquidity providers, for the protocol, you know, being able to reduce overall shade emissions um, and being able to encourage users to provide liquidity just from swap fees generated uh, alone. And then we'll also see the launch of shade governance pending the, the passing of the secret X DAO proposal that's currently on chain for voting. Um, and then ideally in Q3, we see the launch of the Shade Perpetual Swap Exchange. Um, you know, this is going to be contingent upon um, having really solid submissions in the Perps Hackathon. Um, but we're, we're really excited and we feel pretty confident about the prospects of um, having a really good proof of concept developed in this hackathon. And then... You know, alongside all of these other things, there's um, there's going to be constant updates and constant um, improvements that we're looking to make. You know, onboarding additional EVM uh, layer twos, like imagining being able to bridge from Arbitrum, from Optimism, uh, from Polygon, straight into Secret Network from uh, from the Shade Bridge page. This is currently available uh, with Secret Tunnels, or at least some of those EVM L twos. But uh, we're looking to be able to add that to our Bridge page, just because. We want users to be able to have that full experience of being in this private DeFi suite without having to continually go to other pages and, you know, trying to find different tools to be able to access or unlock different steps in that user story. Uh, Secret Tunnels is phenomenal. It's been, it's been super helpful, actually, for onboarding of a lot of assets that we've been supporting. But we want to be able to provide that functionality natively within our um, DApp as well. But, you know, continual... Uh, onboarding of new assets for shade swap pools, continually looking to optimize our emissions, continually looking to onboard, um, you know, blue chip collateral, new collateral for silk, being able to borrow silk. And then once our money market is launched, you know, we'll be able to be a, a little bit more lenient with what assets we want to support in this market. Um, we, we have to be a little bit more conservative with what 
assets we collateralize silk with, but with a, a general money market, um, you can be a little bit less conservative with what assets you want to support there. So any of the assets that people are, you know, I've asked about in the in the past of like, can I borrow silk with this? Or is there any plans to be able to borrow silk with this? Almost certainly all of those assets will be able to be supported on the money market, um, regardless of if they're supported as uh, collateral to mint silk. Um, and yeah, and throughout that process, continual integration with different Cosmos-based aggregators, working with other teams to be able to build products on top of um, existing protocol dApps. Um, you know, for example, when we launched the liquidity order book, um, there's going to be a great need for sort of this automatic management of liquidity, the same way that Quasar has become really useful for uh, being able to manage osmosis, concentrated liquidity, you know, we'll need similar, um, we'll need similar solutions so that your average everyday person doesn't have to worry about constantly managing liquidity, even though their earning potential is higher, it's still more complex. And so we want to simplify that. So we'll be looking to integrate solutions like that, uh, for all of the different D apps and be able to improve the composability of our applications and tokens we support across, um, you know, across the cosmos. I know I, I just talked for a long time, Patrick. Uh, but if you have any questions, or if anyone has any questions, feel free to um, feel free to ask. Always happy to chat. No, no, thank you. That was awesome. Appreciate that rundown. Well, as you can see, there's a ton of stuff in the pipeline, both on the Shade and the Secret Network roadmaps. I pinned the announcement from the Shade Twitter account about that roadmap. So if you want to dig into that as well learn more about all that stuff that was just mentioned, you can do so there. Um, but yeah, we have about 10 minutes left in the space. If anybody has any questions for Alex from Secret Labs or for the Shade Protocol team, go ahead and raise your hands and we can try to get some questions in here before this space ends. Uh, Alex, was there anything else that you wanted to say maybe about all that stuff that the Shade Protocol just covered? Uh, I mean, uh, I think it's awesome. I think uh, we have, as you said, a fully packed roadmap. And well, here we only have, you know, the network and shade. There are other projects out there who also have yes. big plans. So, uh, you know, it will be a year of hard work and of, yeah, proving our thesis to the world. And I think it's, you know, having a great plan is, uh, a big part of getting there and we have that so now it's just executing yeah no yeah I was gonna oh, say, sorry patrick oh. i was gonna say the crazy thing is we just mentioned all this stuff on the secret network for development roadmap and the shade protocol development roadmap but there's a ton of things in the works right now that we haven't even mentioned because they're more apps building on secret and integrations with like other blockchains and other applications on other blockchains. All of that stuff is going to be in the ecosystem roadmap, which is something that we're going to also be publishing soon, which is just, you know, completely separate from all this stuff that secret labs is building as part of the core development roadmap. So there's just a crazy, crazy amount of stuff in the works right now. And, you know, secret's been around since 2020. Shade's been around since what 2021. Dare I say that this is like 2024, maybe the most active year so far for Secret with with everything that's being built. Yeah, I'll say also, you know, when we talk about 
the the alignment between what Secret Network is focused on as a as a network, you know, focused on attracting developer both developers and users, um, and you know what Shade Protocol is looking to do with being able to onboard uh, primarily users but also developers, you know, with the events like the hackathon. You know, we constantly think about this, and anyone who's been in our community has heard us say this before. Like, it's not enough to be twice as good as you know the next competing product, right? So. You know, a lot of these DeFi applications that we see trying to acquire uh, Ethereum users and Ethereum TVL, you know, a lot of those users, as a rational economic actor, they're looking at, like, what are the differentiations? What's, what is the difference in utility, uh, the novelty uh, of these opportunities, and, and how does that benefit me greater than where I'm at right now? And most protocols generally will try and uh, bridge that opportunity cost just by chucking incentives. Uh, at people. And, you know, I, I think it's fair to say it works, uh, at least to some degree. But in order to retain those individuals, there has to be some additional value proposition that they can't get anywhere else. And I think that's something that Secret Network has provided for a long time. And it's becoming even more apparent now uh, as the UX continues to improve. I mean, we still hear almost every day someone coming in and be like, well, I used Secret Network a year ago, two years ago, and it is totally different as far as the UX. And that's amazing to hear because, you know, for the longest time, privacy was and, and still is to some degree, some this sort of barrier to this really, really nice user experience, um, whether it's uh, developers or users um, or developer experience or user experience. And so I just want to point out that, you know, Shade wouldn't be able to do what it's doing right now, wouldn't be able to strive for what it's striving to do right now without all of the work that was put in by Secret Network community, Slabs, um, and everyone that kind of came before us. You know, all the protocols that we took, uh, that, that we gleaned information from, learned lessons from along the way, like all of that was necessary for us to get to where we're at right now. And I think Secret Network and Shade Protocol provide a value proposition that's unmatched and unfound anywhere else sort of in the crypto ecosystem. You know, we, we effectively have like a year, year and a half head start on private DeFi. So when people think about private DeFi, like they, honestly, they really should be thinking about shade protocol and we're looking to continue cementing that sort of in people's minds. Very well said. I think that's a great wrap up to this space. Awesome. Absolutely. Yep. Then I'll just say for, uh, for anyone looking to get, um, to become a part of the Shade community, to learn more, to be able to ask questions, um, please join our Telegram, join our Discord, follow us on Twitter. We post most of our announcements to Twitter, um, but a lot of the conversations and a lot of the questions and problem solving and, and brainstorming happens within our Telegram and Discord communities. So if you want to be able to get a front row seat to that and participate in those discussions, we would happily welcome you into the shade. So I just want to say that. And for anyone looking to utilize our applications, you can find it at app.shadeprotocol.io. Plenty of room in the shade. Always, <laughs> always in the shade. Well, thanks for being with us today, Shade Protocol team, and Alex as well. We will be back here next Tuesday at our usual time, 12 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. UTC, with another edition of Secret Spaces. In the meantime, keep an eye out on our Twitter and our Discord and our Telegram. We've got some announcements coming out. Always more announcements coming out, but uh, 
Alex is currently in Lisbon at Niracon, and I think there will be something coming out in relation to that and some potential work that we're doing with Nier. So just a little teaser on that. That might come out within the next <laughs> couple of days. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for being for here, everybody. Us. Yep. Thank and you. And we'll see you guys next time. A pleasure as usual. Thank you. Have a good one, everybody. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hot Stage. Like the shit is play for keeps clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats. Tearing apart your community, all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.